Well, ahoy and welcome to the Daily Deal with Alley. Where we talk about all things nerd, fantasy, pop culture. I'm your host, Maji, and this is a local expert in all things Lombardi trophies. La Pirata. Fun fact about the Lombardi trophy it's made from Tiffany. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. Fancy. Okay. And if you're if you're a single man that has never been married, a Tiffany is the ring that your girlfriend wants you to get. <laughs> right? Okay. I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the exception. I, I was okay with like a classic vintage. I, I'm just an old soul though. I but uh, with that being said, you guys, um football. Right around the call of football, football. Yes, we're going to see the Cincinnati Bengals versus the L.A. No, not the L.A. Rams. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. Is it L.A. Rams? Yes, mm-hmm. the L.A. Rams. L.A. Rams. L.A. Rams, sir. So this is, okay, man, it was such a crazy road to this point. But with that being said, y'all, we're going to talk about our top three favorite football movies. Okay, so this was a hard one for me because I love football movies. Uh, there was a point in my life where I wanted to be—I wanted to be a sports manager. I really yeah. was. I went, um, I I went to cosmetology school. I lost my vision one month after cosmetology school, so I went to panic mode and I tried to go back to college. And I was going back for sports journalism. Mm-hmm. That didn't work out. Uh, <laughs> But fun fact, you guys, when I was in college, I uh, was uh, one of the original, I, one of the OG catfish uh, victims in the time of MySpace, believe it or not. Um, Right before everybody switched over to Facebook, I swore up and down that I was talking to Ray Maluga from the Bengals. Uh Not lying to you. It was like, I was... I was on his top, you know, you, if anybody remembers MySpace, yes, the top, top eight, ten. top eight. <laughs> I, I was number one. Okay. So I was like, oh my gosh, I have an NFL player legit talking to me. This was before catfish was a thing. This was before the internet was as bad as it is now. <laughs> so I remember once I was like, oh my gosh, can you just, cause this is messaging. As you can see, I was like this, <laughs> I was messaging. can you wear your hair in a braid uh, next week? So, uh, you know, I could tell um, my friends and family, you know, so, so I used to go to the sports bar all the time. Yeah. So we went that Sunday, we went to Buffalo Wild Wings. We'll never forget. And I was telling my brother, I was like, look, watch, he's going to have a braid. Did not have a braid, yo. I was like, what is wrong? You know, so this guy gives me his number, right? So I, I, I ended up calling him and I was like, what happened, right? And, and, and then uh, out of nowhere, not lying to you, I get a message from the official Ray Maluga from MySpace. This is MySpace yeah. time. And they're like, I'm sorry, honey, but I don't know. I, I'm sorry to be the one to tell you this, but that's not me that's messaging you because back then you could see who was in your top so he, uh-huh. you know he hit me up because i was like in the top and i was like oh my i was heartbroken devastated because i was like i knew it was too good to be true oh, like, no. oh my god that's so and, bad and so then let me let me and let me raise you one i go in and and call the number that called me i start um googling it 
this was at the beginning of Google, you know? Yeah. So I, I started looking up the number and there was a number out in freaking, I believe it was like Alabama somewhere. I was like, oh my gosh, no way. So then I was like, I called this number, right? And I was, I told him what happened. I was like, I got a, I got, I got a rate, I got a message from Ray Maluga from the official. I went to the page and there was pictures of him as a baby. There was pictures of him with family. And this was when, you know, you had your personal, MySpace was like a personal thing, you know? So I was yeah. like, I mean, it makes sense. Like, what does he mean? And then the guy was legit like, oh, I can't believe that they were using my parents. Uh, you know, like, I was like, wait a minute. Like, he's still going for this. Like, he's really trying. <laughs> he's still going for it. He's still trying to play it off. He's still trying That's to play it off. I cannot believe it. This had to have been like, oh, eight or something. It was the worst year of my life. I was very thoroughly embarrassed. But with that being said, you guys, <laughs> let's get back. You to know what? Top three. It, it still happens today because there was a, a TikTok account that messaged me and I heard, you know, because you want it to happen, right? You want you someone want it so bad, to yes. talk to you, right? <laughs> and like, this was one, uh, he's a famous realtor and, you know, he, he, He's a billionaire, right? And you know, I was. Was it the Asian on one? TikTok. Was it the Asian one? No, different, different guy. Okay. Uh, something. Uh, I I forget his name. Clever investor. No, um, Cordon, Cordon, Cordon. Okay, okay. Um, and you were like, oh my gosh, this is it. Yeah, and and I like you know I'm I like was active on his pages, you know, and I was like commenting and this and that and he comments back and I'm like yo he just commented back and then I'm like well he just commented back and I was like this is my chance like I can like pitch him something and like maybe I could get funded for like a like a program or something right and I'm like okay so I'm thinking like of this pitch like okay how am I gonna pitch this idea to him and then like I look at the tech I look at it again you know just to just to show my wife as I'm about to show her, I look at the name and literally there's like a one, like a number one, like in Oh, that's how they get you. They yeah, put the like for... <laughs> oh, Guys, no. like you gotta be careful. I, and then I made a TikTok about it. I was like, you gotta be careful with these guys. It's like, cause <laughs> I thought the legit creator actually messaged me and it was a scam one, you know? And oh, with crypto, man, there's sucks. a lot of those. So if it says yes. WhatsApp, Dude, don't even oh man those crypto guys dropping my dm so hard i i, I swear my my husband probably thinks that a lot of guys hit me up like uh it's trying to hit crypto, me up right and it's really like just crypto guys like hey you know about bitcoin Dude, yeah, this new yeah. nft it, it's time to be a hero <laughs> and buy I into the therapy <laughs> i got five grand for you if you invest 10 <laughs> okay <laughs> That okay doesn't, right doesn't away more schemes than, than and anything in crypto like you know what's funny you guys um so this is about our top three football <laughs> <laughs> okay let's get into it let's get into it so let's we get are, into it you guys six minutes gonna, about it okay i'm gonna do an honorable <laughs> mention because <laughs> this is an honorable mention because it's my it was the reason why i like the titans okay um why I became more fond of the Titans, even though it has nothing to do with the Titans mm -hmm. itself. 
It's about the the it's it's about a it's not about the Titans the the team. It's about uh, uh high school. Remember the Titans? It was about a time where there was still a bunch of racism in the world and segregation was really bad. And you see that this very amazing coach, I just had to mention this because it's, it's an amazing movie, Denzel, stellar job. And you, you just see this team beat, uh, you know, the, the beat everything that was around them negative and they became one broke every boundary known to everybody in that era. Beautiful movie, check it out, remember the Titans. But with that being said, my, my number three slot has to be The Longest Yard. So The Longest Yard is the one, uh, I'm talking about the remake with Adam, Adam Sandler Sandman. and Burn Rather. oh my gosh. Hilarious. And with Chris Rock, I swear that that was just the cherry on top. Super funny movie. Check it out. I also cried. It's one of those. I will. Oh, you know what? Line from that movie I use to this day. It's man. That's a baby bag bullshit. <laughs> that's a big ass robot. Baby bag. Bitch. Baby bag. Bitch. <laughs> like, I've got the fries that'll crush you. That is my favorite. Oh my I got god. The shakes that'll make you quick. I got the I burgers. Man, I just got the burgers. Man, I just got the burgers. Honestly, I got two Adam Sandler movies on on this list. I mean, I just love Adam Sandler. Anything that he makes is gold. Like, uh, what are you saying about uh, um? Honorable mention with the Remember the Titans. One of my favorite lines is when he's like, you drop a pass, you run a mile. You miss a block assignment, a blocking assignment, you run a mile. Run a mile. You ball, I will break my foot up in your John Brown hind part. And then you will run a mile. <laughs> <laughs> you will run a mile. You know what? Oh my gosh, speaking of that, honestly, man, there's too many football movies, you guys. They're, they're, I don't know why we did this for ourselves. We only did the top three right now. But, <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, My number three is going to be The Blind Side. That, I was about to say, this is why I was saying that there's too many because The Blind Side was another one. Yes. It was so good. And oh you know gosh. what? He's struggling, too, at the beginning to, to accept the fact, you know, because being raised you know especially after seeing his mom and his mom didn't care about him you know or his other you know sons and and daughters and her sons and daughters you know and it just it it, there's a lot of people out there you know that they're struggling and you know this woman you know and she 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 defended him but um not not because you know just because of his color but it was just He's he was like a another kid that was lost. There's a lot of yeah, kids out there that are soul. lost. Everybody just saw his exterior, which yeah. is sad because and that's why they called him Big Mike. And what what always gets me about that is that he never liked that. Mm-hmm. People call you things, and then it's like, do you even like that? Do you like being called Big Mike? And he was like, not yeah. really. So she started calling him Michael. You know, um, that movie opened up. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. it's just. I think my biggest one was when uh, she goes like, um, she's like the quarterback. The quarterback is like is like her son. Uh, I forgot his name. 
but uh, that the quarterbacks like him, like mm -hmm. her son, you protect him at all times. Yeah. And after that, like he was just like, oh, I got you, mom. Uh -huh. And it was just like, it shows how, I mean, that's another movie, just like Remember the Titans, where it's kind of like, you know, yeah. you, you have the thing about race where it's kind of like, um, usually you have that. Um, you see, that's what sports can do, right? They can bring people together and they can bring look people past. together. Yes. They can look past certain, past yeah. Social, economic um, differences. You know what I mean? Yes. And, yeah. But so. you also see in this movie, you also see the good and the bad in it. Mm -hmm. because you have good intention you got good, good intentions, intentions just like sandra bullock's character which was real this is real life yeah this happened in real life yeah um and then you also have people like the coach that all he saw was game you know yeah. you have uh sandra bullock's character that saw uh, an opportunity to become a mother to, to give better. that love to, mm -hmm. to to better him to to build him to protect them mm -hmm. and then you have somebody like the coach that Oh man, I need this guy on my team. I need wins. Yeah. yeah. I don't care if what it takes. I need he, him. He sees yeah. kind of like the oh, like we're gaining a good player as opposed to an actual person. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, it, it it it's very powerful movie. Mm -hmm. Um, but moving along, you guys. Um, yeah. my second slot is I just seen it right now recently. Not even lying to you, like thirty minutes ago. <laughs> the replacements and i was so sad because today is the last day that you can watch it on hbo max so you know that i had a little marathon today um the replacements with keanu reeves you guys one of the best stellar cast we have um the seven up guy i don't know if you guys remember him but he's in it we have um we have a uh, we have a couple other, we have a, what's it? Happy, happy comes out in it in his prime. Yeah. Uh, he's a, he's supposed to be a, a squat. He's a, he's a SWAT team. He's a SWAT team. So he's really headstrong. So it's so, okay. So the replacement, it's about a, it's about a, it's about a time where professional football players are striking because they want more money. Mm -hmm. and so they then thus you get they hire the replacements and the replacements are a bunch of it's kind of like oceans 11 the coach yeah. which is played by uh he's a famous actor but he's such a good actor he comes out in a lot of movies he comes out in heartbreakers all these other movies but um he uh he comes up with a team it, it's a it's a, a team of unusual <laughs> a suspect with unusual talents so, you know, you got you got the soccer player that has the leg. You have the super sumo wrestler and the two bodyguards that are are the offensive of alignments. You have uh, the the quarterback, which is played by Keanu Reeves, that had his chance in the Sugar Bowl, but messed it up, you know. Uh -huh. So it, it's so good. It's it, it's it's a killer cast. You have to watch it. It's so funny. And if you have HBO Max, you have until tonight to watch it, actually. Uh, for free, that is. I mean, you could always watch it, uh, you know, rent it somewhere else. But yes, good one. You guys check it out. My favorite quote from there is, um, it goes like, it goes like, uh, he, they're about to win. They're in the last huddle of the game and they're about to win to go to the playoffs. And he goes like, I wish I could tell you something that's going to be inspiring. Yeah. But it goes like, he goes like, uh, pain heals. Chick stick scars, glory lasts forever. 
ever. It's so good. Um, but that's my number two. My number two is gonna be Rudy. Rudy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You went for the more serious movies. I'm over here with the comedy. I, I, I'm feeling like because um, you know, I feel like you know, a lot of people they we we miss um there's still like there's people out there that's trying to figure out their purpose in life right you know mm-hmm. and you know and it's not going to be straightforward you're not going to know what your purpose in life is and until you experience what you like and dislike and and if you actually push yourself in a direction um to see if this is what your true purpose is right i, I was mm-hmm. in the military for seven years was it my purpose probably for those seven years yes but after, mm-hmm. once I got, you know, towards the end there, I was like, you know what? I'm thinking this is it for, for the military. Like I'm taking what I've learned. I, I like that. Know, I, I, I'm taking their discipline, their, their hard work ethic, you know, organization, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I'm taking the And you're allocating that, like, that to your life now. I like mm-hmm. that. It's it growth. That's what it's called. And you know, um, there's a quote. It goes like, never um, dedicate yourself to an establishment. Uh, like a company or their beliefs or anything like that, always attach yourself to a cause, mm-hmm. to to the cause, to the don't don't do it to the establishment, do it to a cause, you know. Like so, it it, it kind of works for that, you know. Yeah. The cause at the moment was you need that was your cause at the moment, you mm-hmm. know. You didn't you didn't put it in the actual establishment itself, yeah. but the cause, you know your uh-huh. growth, your development, you know, and I got that from after everything that happened with, you know, what we do not talk about that. Yeah. Said, uh, <laughs> and and that's what I feel like with Rudy, you know, he's trying to, he wants to, uh, you know, play um, mm-hmm. football and, you know, it's something that he's determined that, and that it, I, that's why I'm saying like, if you're going to find your purpose, you know, you got to work hard to see, if it if it's suitable for you you know it's not just going to be given to you you know and that's what he does he worked hard at it and you know he worked hard yeah he did work hard and he got to play in the in the game and everything but you know it's just like everything it's not it's not it's not everything you know what i mean because that that was his, his only game and you know that that shows you just because you have I feel like you can have multiple purpose in life. You know, it's not just one, one reason for living. Yeah. Your, your purpose in life could be family. It could be, um, like, I feel like it's work. like a, the purpose was to learn from it and, yeah. and grow from it. Like, just like you took everything you learned, you grew and now you're, you're continuing your journey. And that that's how I've had to learn that by force. You know, uh, that's why I like my parents <laughs> to adapt and survive. You know, um, like I said, I went to beauty school and a month later I had to, <laughs> I, I literally got in a car accident that made me blind for both, like two months. I was completely blind and due to a lot of steroids and a lot of uh, other type of uh, eye drops, I was able to get vision from one eye back. Life happens. We don't, we think that we know where we're going because we choose the path, but it's not in our hands. It's always the will of God. And, you know, some, sometimes, you know, things happen when you're like, why? I was really like, I'm over here 18 in my prime, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm about to make this money. 
Yeah. You know, yeah, like things and, happen. And, and like you were saying, I had I had the opportunity where I was making a lot of money and I helped out my father um, with his medical bills and stuff like that. And it, I feel like if I had stayed there for the whole 20 years, like uh, some soldiers do, I would have never learned certain life lessons, you know, because the army sets you up for success to the point where you don't have to worry about finances, medical bills, um, dental, you know, uh, vision, all that stuff, you know, yep. and that could have set me up for failure in the future. Um, and it wasn't until I got out and that's when I started learning about, you know, investments and, yeah. and having multiple streams of income and yes, being in the military, it sets you up for, for success, you know, but um, it can also set you on like kind of just one. That's so true. One, one that, line. You know what? But that that's the hardest pill to swallow. And that's why you you can't just wrap your finger and try to figure out why. Mm -hmm. You just got to go for it. You got to have that yeah. blind faith. And that's what happened with me in the commissary. If it wasn't because we took that leap and I left my job i i had been working since the age of 16 and even before then at the swami you know but i had never known not working i had never known being dependent you know so it was a very tough transition for me as well because i didn't know how to be a stay-at-home wife i i never done that and i don't i hate to say this but this is how i felt i felt like a damsel in distress and if you know me, that that's far from what I want to be, you know, and for me, it was a hard transition. But like you said, you know, these things, if you don't go through them, you wouldn't learn other things. You I would have never known what it is to be a mother. Uh, well, a stay at home mother or stay at home wife. What is like to to take those responsibilities and actually hold the household together? Because, yeah, we're both working, but our household wasn't really functioning too well you know to i'm keep it real you know i was a hard-working woman mm -hmm. but our household was kind of like a little bit falling apart because there was nobody there as a pillar no structure <laughs> yeah right the structure you know you kind of there's this sad reality but it, you need structure and it starts yeah. with home you know you need to build that home and that's why it's it was important for me to have gone through that to learn what being a homemaker was all about you know I didn't know I I didn't know how to be a mother to these kids all day I was like I just yeah. picked you up from school <laughs> <laughs> that brings you know? up a question like how how can we bring structure into a house right especially when you're raising children and stuff like that if you have both parents working is that when it's, hard. it's nearly impossible i mean mm -hmm. if you think about it i have my, both my parents were both working parents but the, again you you when you have both working parents then you have like a lot of uh, small instances in a kid's yeah. life where you can't be in it because of all that hard work you uh -huh. know what i'm saying and that that is all character development for a child you know so for me I always felt like I never, I know my parents love me. Yeah. 
I know this. I'm not saying that they don't. Mm-hmm. But I always well, felt that, they wouldn't be working as hard as they did if they didn't love you. Exactly. I know there, there's a misconception. A lot of uh, maybe you know this could be something uh, you know that has affected someone's life because their mom or dad wasn't there because they're working. Like that. That that's where I was gonna get at. It's yeah. just like uh, for me at least, I was always in theater ever mm-hmm. since fourth grade I I was on stage mm-hmm. and but yet I only had my mom go to like one show when I was in fourth grade but you know every year I had two performances one performance in one semester and one at the end mm-hmm. I never had my parents there and sometimes showing that support and be, just showing up means way more to a child than bringing in that extra bacon or the extra toy mm-hmm. You know, I, I at least that's where I gathered from yeah. my childhood that, you know, my parents never stopped working hard. My dad still works to this day. My mom still works to this day. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like for me, that's all I knew mm-hmm. is work. work hard. Yeah. You know, so when it happened to me where I couldn't work hard, like I, I was accustomed to, it was a whole nother like ball game for me. It was, yeah. it, it, you know, so I, I appreciate like you still get some sort of structure because you um i i grew up in a traditional latin family mm-hmm. you know very strict i was the only girl so i was forced to have that structure kind of you know like mm-hmm. you have to cook clean uh, make sure that you're you're tidy you look good um don't look like a hot mess you know so you have to kind of whether you show up or not in a latin i guess traditional household you yeah. always had that structure because it was always strict. Your kids are seen, not heard. <laughs> you yeah. know? For sure. So for me, I feel like uh, if you're you're gonna be a hardworking parent, there's nothing wrong with that. But you if you if you can't show up, you have to show you you have to definitely show that structure mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form of being strict. Because yeah. some parents like to be a little bit more lenient because they're not there. Yeah. And I think that's where it, it falls apart in the structure area, because if you're being lenient because you're trying to kind of, you know, um, replace a time with an object or something, yeah. that's where the kid like starts developing, you know, bad traits, I guess you can yeah. say, but it, it, it's a hard, it's a loaded question, honestly. That's, guys, that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> that's a whole nother podcast, you guys. Yeah. And we're, we haven't even gotten to top we're, we're to our number yeah. one slot. Okay, let's, let's say it on, movies. On, on three. Let's say our number one football. And three. And three. One, one two, two, three. Water boy. <laughs> <laughs> Front door. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> You play water boy really good. Of course. <laughs> You're wrong, yeah. Colonel Sanders. You're wrong. <laughs> when I say Adam Sandler is my number one, yo, this man, I quote every, I quote this movie almost like all the way through every single day. To I, me, every time me and my brother see each other, we say, "You play water boy really good." <laughs> When my brother's wrong, that's the quote to go to. You go like, no, Colonel Sanders, 
Y'all wrong. Mom was right. <laughs> no, Curtis. No, Curtis. I said y'all wrong. Mom was right. Is she showing your boobies? <laughs> that one was the devil. <laughs> mom. Oh my gosh. The mom. The that lady. Oh, when I talk about that actress, that actress is number one. She, when she goes like, oh my goodness. She goes like, uh, oh. mom, who invented electricity? <laughs> oh, I invented electricity. <laughs> ben Franklin is the devil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my, my gosh. My, my, my whole thing is when she's telling the story at the end and she goes like, I'm strong as I'm strong as a horse and and as dumb as one to boot. Uh, but when she goes like when she goes like when I got nobody to keep me company except Steve. Oh, every time I oh die. My oh my man. <laughs> I love this movie. This movie is stellar. I mean, it's from from the beginning to the very end. It, like up to Vicky Valencourt, that actress was a one. <laughs> Honestly, she's like the quintessential '90s bad girl. That one, <laughs> she was the best. We had a uh, the other one that we always say is who that who there <laughs> when he gets knocked down the first time by him. <laughs> that's our number one, y'all. That's who who that. Who they are. <laughs> oh, oh my, my goodness. And then and like I, when he's talking about Gatorade and he's like, no, it's it's water. He's like, and he's like, Gatorade. Water sucks. It really it really, really, sucks. really sucks. Water sucks. It really, really sucks. Sucks. <laughs> oh my gosh. As you can see, this is number one for a reason. I mean, I can go back to back in quoting this. When he's like, all like, like Joe Montana. Hey, wasn't Joe Montana quarterback? Yeah, but he was good too. <laughs> he was like, I ain't say Joe Montana. I say Joe Montania. <laughs> <laughs> that was too good. That movie was too good. I'm telling you, Adam Sandler is one of those comedic geniuses that I just, every single thing he touches is, is, he, he should change his name to Midas. Everything he touches <laughs> is gold. Turn to gold. <laughs> it just turns to gold. Oh, my gosh. And that movie is one of them. Like, I, to this day, can watch that movie. I can watch that movie like nothing. Like, it's just my background noise, and I'll be happy. <laughs> is that like the frat party or, or some sort of bar club or whatever? Oh, the, the girls, the, like, the are hitting did, on him, and they're like, the I've never been yeah, when they win the... <laughs> the party the frat party oh that part is hilarious and he's like have you ever been with a guy and a girl at the same time <laughs> well i was with my coach and my mom <laughs> and the other girl just runs off yeah i said you really are a bad boy i wish you was my girl I, I wish you were my boyfriend and he was like yeah this is one girl vicky valley crew <laughs> mama says she's the devil <laughs> I'm telling you, gold, gold, you guys. But with that being said, you guys, stay tuned for this year's Super Bowl 56. Uh, it's gonna be a good one. We got the LA Rams. They got some. They got something to prove. And then you got the Bengals. They haven't won since I believe like the 80s. 
Yeah, I think like it has been in this condition. I think 30, it's 40. like the eighties or something. Um, but it's it's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be very heartfelt. I know that some Niner fans are out there a little bitter. <laughs> they, they I thought it was gonna be a rematch. Because two so years too. ago was uh, KC versus uh, SF. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be That one was a good one. That's when KC took it in. That yeah, was a good one. It's crazy, you know? KC did back-to-back Super Bowls, but they – Oh, man, KC, that's when it was so hot, and Tech 9 came and pumped the whole everybody yeah. up. And Red when I'm talking about nation, oh my gosh, stop it! I don't even like KC. I don't even like the Kansas City Chiefs, but I was in there too. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> I yeah, I don't vote. I'm not like a Kansas City or anything, but Tech Nine does Tech have Nine. a good side here. I, I love Tech Nine. I don't care about what anybody's saying. I, I'm about the Midwest choppers. Midwest choppers. But um, with that being said, you guys, if you like what you hear, if you like what you're listening to, please like, subscribe, share us, spread us like wildfire. <laughs> I'm your host, La Pirata. I'm your host, Maji, and that's your daily dose. I'm Dilly Dally. <laughs> <laughs>